You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your brains, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of JaysFromTheCouch.com. We are breaking into another doubleheader today to kind of make up for last week. Uh, those of you know, my current working schedule is from Friday to Tuesdays, and it has been something. Let's just leave it at that, because I don't know how much I can actually say about it. Just know it's been tiring and... <laughs> I did not have a lot of energy this week. Still don't, really. But I will come back. I will be strong for this doubleheader. We're going to talk real baseball in the first one and then virtual baseball in the second half. And then tomorrow, we will have another guest on to talk virtual baseball. We'll, We'll be talking about a couple different campaigns, actually. So, hope y'all are looking forward to that. It's a return guest to the program, so very happy to welcome them. Should be shooting that tomorrow. So, that will fill the Blue Jays off day. Anyway, I'm not going to talk too much about that. We have the entire second episode to talk about that. So, let's focus on some real baseball. I want to talk about some Blue Jays who have been in the news the past couple days. I want to talk about MLB's proposed Arizona-Florida split and how that would affect the Blue Jays potentially in a shortened 2020 season or, or if they would even have an advantage. So we will discuss that in the second half. But we start um, with some sad news. Uh, we'll, we'll get to some positive in this segment, but some sad news. Uh, today it was announced that former Blue Jays second baseman Damaso Garcia passed away at the age of 63. Um, So the the Blue Jays lost a solid infield combo with uh, Garcia and Tony Fernandez's passing earlier this year. Um, Garcia, again, for younger fans who really came in to full bloom with those 92-93 World Series victories... I I don't think they really were able to appreciate uh, Garcia and his contributions to the Blue Jays. Um, first of all, and and I didn't know this about Garcia, didn't actually start as a baseball player. He was a soccer player. He uh, was captain of the Dominican Republic national soccer team at the 1974 Central American and Caribbean Games in his homeland in Santo Domingo. And it's interesting how he was actually able to translate that and bring those skills into baseball because one of the things he was able to do very well is just tear up the base paths. He ended with 203 career stolen bases. He was he was a fleet-footed infielder. He didn't hit for power very much, only 36 career home runs, but a 283 batting average, um, 
323 runs batted in, which is actually pretty good for a guy who spent most of his time at the start of the lineup. Uh, He was a two-time All-Star. He won a Silver Slugger Award in 1982 um, when he had probably his best season when he he batted um, batted 310 and actually got MVP votes in that season. But uh, his Blue Jays career was kind of derailed when he had uh, a confrontation with then-manager Jimmy Williams after Garcia burned his uniform in an attempt to appease the gods and you know, bring Joe Boo's favor, essentially. Um, he was traded after that season to Atlanta. Um, Garcia also, you know, was very known for his toughness. He's a very tough guy. Um, he had a tumor removed in 1991. He was told he only had six months to live. He made it 29 years after that. You know, very impressive. Did, gave a lot back to the Dominican Republic where he grew up. Died in the Dominican Republic. And again, he's one of those Blue Jays who was someone who the success of the 90s was kind of built on. It was built on on the Blue Jays gaining that respectability, gaining that reputation for producing good players. And Garcia, you know, again, he was a, a prototypical leadoff hitter. He was a guy who could kind of get on base. You could steal very easily. He was second in stolen bases in 1982 and then sixth in 1984. And you you don't see a lot of players like that nowadays who, who are just, you know, the slap the ball and, and steal second to get your double kind of guys. Garcia did that. And you look at the Blue Jays now, and they haven't had a guy like Garcia in years. And they think they might have it in in Beau Bichette. I wish I had that in the virtual world, but we'll talk about that later. And again, it's it's just kind of another blow for those those elder statesmen of the Blue Jays who who are starting to uh, depart this world. And... It it uh, it's sad that you you only really think about players like Garcia when they're gone, but un- unfortunately, it is how the world seems to be. And you know, of course, our condolences to Garcia's family and and everyone who knew him. He will be missed. Um, moving on to some other Blue Jays news. Uh. Steve Pierce made news by retiring, which I know will disappoint at least one um, Blue Jays fan that I know. Uh, Pierce had a 13-year career, but obviously going to be marked by the 2018 World Series MVP that he got, which he spent that time with the Blue Jays before being traded to the Red Sox. So you're welcome, Boston. I mean, I guess they gave us Santiago Espinal, so that kind of worked out see how he does in the major leagues but so far it's looking nice but you know a guy who's very much a journeyman you know was known for just being that that bat off the bench you could pull in and and try and get a clutch hit out of 
um, he did his job well. He's not going to be like, you know, Hall of Fame worthy. I'm I'm not even sure he's going to be fondly remembered as a Blue Jay. He spent one and a half years in Toronto after signing that two-year, $12 million contract. But he carved out a very decent niche for himself and just figured it was appropriate to acknowledge him. And finally, going to end on some happy news. Uh, Kevin Pillar and his wife Amanda welcomed a child into the world yesterday. Um, very, very happy for the both of them. He did update uh, today that uh, it is a baby boy. His name is Jetson Michael Pilar, which I thought he would have stuck with the key thing that he had with his daughter, Kobe, but all right. Um, Jetson looks pretty much like a baby. Not cuter than my niece. I'm sorry. That's my personal opinion. Kevin, if you want to talk about it, we can. But I I think you know in your heart. If you saw Jackie, you'd know. I'm, I swear I'm not making this about myself. Um, but yeah, was a was a long, long journey in the hospital for both of them. I'm glad they came out on the other side with a healthy new member of the family. And, you know, I, I'm sure Amanda and Kevin will, will take great care of him. And, you know, just again, congratulations. That's, that's all I can really say. So we're going to talk on a broader spectrum about MLB's plan for Arizona, Florida based baseball. We'll do that right after this break, but just a reminder that this episode of Lockdown Blue Jays is brought to you by Postmates. Whether you need a breakfast burrito, uh, some alcohol, you just need it delivered fast. And Postmates comes in with that great experience. They've been doing this for a while. They can deliver restaurant food right to your door. They can deliver groceries. They can deliver clothes. They can go to the convenience store, get whatever you need. They will get it to your door. And in this day and age, you kind of want that. You don't want to be going outside. I have to go outside tomorrow to get peanut sauce for a stir fry. And I don't want to do that. So I'm going to post-meet it because then I don't have to go to the store. I just download the app on my phone. I just find my grocery store, my convenience store, and I just get whatever I want delivered to my door within the hour. And you can do that too. If you download that app, you use the code locked on. Postmates will give you $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. That's really good at this point. You kind of want that. So that's locked on for $100 of free delivery credit with no minimum purchase for the first week. You just got to download the app, put in the code, and you're good. So anything you need, anytime you need it, Post made it. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we are back. So I said that I wanted to touch on this latest realignment scheme from MLB Baseball. And... It's probably a little more tenable than the one 
that was initially released by MLB where it was just focused entirely on Arizona. I mean, that's that that just sounds like a, a disaster waiting to happen. Not that this is much better, mind. Um, it basically has teams focusing on their spring training sites in Arizona and Florida. 15 teams in each league. They're just going to play each other. And it was it was really interesting to see the division stack up because the Blue Jays were in a division with the Yankees, which the Yankees are inescapable. But they're also in with the Phillies, which, I mean, that's, that's, that's a coin flip, how Philadelphia is going to do. I mean, obviously they've, they've done some work in the off season, but you, you got to actually see it on the field to know how it's going to work out. If Zach Wheeler is going to be able to adjust, um, if the bullpen's going to be able to bounce back, if Sir Anthony Dominguez is going to be able to come back. So there, there are a lot of question marks with Philadelphia. And then Detroit and Pittsburgh, which is, I mean, that are either of them a threat? Like, that's, that's like having Baltimore and the husk of the Red Sox in the division. So I would be very much for that. That's that's a division that the Blue Jays could actually conceivably fight for the wild card in. Again, they they'd have to see what Phillies they get, and they'd have to be somewhat competitive against the Yankees. But if you look at the swaps that are made, um, they're basically trading Oakland, the White Sox, Cleveland, the Angels, Seattle, Texas, and Kansas City to the other side. For Washington, the Mets, the Cardinals, the Marlins, the Phillies, the Pirates, and Atlanta. That's not bad. That's not, that's not a bad deal. Obviously, losing Seattle kind of hurts. But that, that North Grapefruit League division is very winnable. And you could very easily see the Blue Jays get that wildcard spot. I mean, will they, will they make a run? Probably not. But it, it's a very interesting look. It's a very fresh look. Now, um, reports are coming out that uh, teams don't like it. They, if they're going to do anything, they're probably going to do the 30 teams in Arizona. Um, Jeff Passan is the one who, who floated that on ESPN. And... Again, I, I think they're just a lot of risks. I know Arizona is far less of a hot spot than Florida just because, you know, Florida is run by a guy who, who basically just shines the president's shoes. So pretty useless in his job. So, yeah, Arizona might be preferable from that standpoint. In, in either case, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a while for this to actually be any kind of tangible. So it's it's a nice thought. It's it's an interesting thought. I did see someone run a uh, a scenario where these divisions actually held and the Blue Jays still finished fourth, which ew. But 
I, I do think they would do better than that. I do think they would be able to kind of kind of push the envelope and possibly get second. I, but I am the eternal optimist in that case. So who's to say, really? We'll say that that will do it for this episode. Just a reminder that if you want to get in touch with me on Twitter and send your thoughts into the show, you can do so at a underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores of there because Twitter is dumb. You can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, however you get podcasts. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And you can follow the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Locked on Jays. And now that we're at the end of this, if you want a little break before we go into the second half of our Wednesday doubleheader, just tell your smart device, hey, smart device, play Locked on MLB, and you'll get Sully. And you'll get a very, very fresh take, although I do warn you, he is a Red Sox fan. So he may be slightly more pessimistic on his team's chances than I am this season. But either way, check it out. So we will be back a little later today. I will be more better then because I will be talking about what's been going on on the virtual diamond. But until then, for everyone at the Lockdown Podcast Network and everyone at jaysfromthecouch.com, I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. And y'all take care.